Welcome to another episode of Staying by Your Band. I am Tom Takara, the the, wall, the wolf of Dog Street. I am, of course, joined by Tommy McNamara, the prince of snarkness, the dog of Wolf Street. How are you, buddy? I'm good. It's Palm Sunday. I'm excited about it is that. It's Palm Sunday. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, come on. I don't know. It's the day when Jesus returned to Jerusalem. Ah. And showed his palms to yes. everybody. Fame yeah. <laughs> people read his palms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got his palms read. Check out these babies. You know, I went to a palm reader when we were in New Orleans. Uh, Antonia did. She she got her palms read, and I was with her. And uh, the you're not going to believe this. It, it was like I think forty bucks to get your palm read. This lady didn't have change. Oh wow! <laughs> so it was fifty. <laughs> who who would have thought? <laughs> Respectable business. <laughs> this lady told me that because uh, I didn't get my palm read, and she was like, oh, "It's too bad you didn't get because you're the one who actually needed it." Damn! <laughs> I was like, "What?" She was like, "Yeah, come back around. I'll check your ass out." <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, she does ass reading. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, she, laughs> I don't know if people do asshole readings. <laughs> All right, let's introduce our guest. Yeah, David Twitty's here to talk about hey, the alkaline. Hey, trio. Yes. I'm the Wolf of Dog Street, David Twitty. <laughs> no, I'm the Wolf of Dog Street. <laughs> Right, sorry about that. Uh, we can have two wolves. Um, a pack of wolves on Dog Street. Whoa. One time a, a, a random lady at a bar read my palms while I was on mushrooms. That, that sounds is, like a nightmare. It was okay. She was very nice. Yeah, that's good. They usually and seem she, to be nice. It would be weird to like be like volunteer to read a stranger's palm at a bar <laughs> and, and then like, just give them die bad tomorrow. news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, the lady that read Antonia's palms said, she goes, you're going to travel, you're going to go east and west and south. And north. <laughs> she, I swear to God, she said that. Well, that uh, that narrows it down. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. I uh, we we had a fun night last night with uh, it was Antonia's birthday. Yes. If you don't know who that is, she is my girlfriend and former guest of the show. Yes, which is how you would know her better, probably. I don't know. We uh, went to she the defended club. Pitbull, but we went to the cl- the club last night. And Kevin Durant once famously tweeted that Twitter is better than going to the club. What do you think, Tommy? Is that true? After last night, I disagree. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, there's no retweets on the uh, at the club. <laughs> that we're, uh, we did have bottle service, which yeah. is, yeah. And there's nobody posting me, nothing, <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of that feels when I is I mean wait Kevin Durant was the one who like made the fake accounts to defend himself he on is. Twitter right yes. <laughs> yeah I forgot that he was a poster yeah yep, yep. he's, he's a, very online yeah. he's a very online the slim man. tweeter <laughs> uh, you ever go to the club David you ever go <laughs> fuck that dude whoa <laughs> we got bottle service last night yeah, it was I, insane I, I don't like have any money Money and yeah, also- I gotta tell you, it's really cheap. No, <laughs> <laughs> they have these ladies. All, the, all those rap songs, they're just bragging about how it's, frugal they're being. It's actually cheaper than just drinking at home. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> I buy all my alcohol from Sky Mall. <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, drop a bombshell here early in this podcast. We're talking about the Alkaline Trio. Yes. And the three of us, we are a trio of sorts. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I have one question for you, David. Are you a Satanist? No. Be uh, truthful. I, uh, <laughs> this is an honest podcast. I uh, I mean, I think that... I think 
that I'd be way cooler if I was, but I haven't like read enough of the literature to really say one way or another, I think. Okay, well. I like I think he's got some good ideas. Satan? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's listen it's to just, this. was watching The Exorcist and rooting for the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a bombshell. I was watching this video unrelated to the Alkaline Trio, and you'll never believe what happens. Epic 10 list. Here are 10 famous members of the Church of Satan. Number 10, Sammy Davis Jr. Rat Pack member Sammy Davis Jr. was friends with Anton LaVey and rose to the level of warlock in the Church of Satan in the 1970s. Number 9, Jane Mansfield. Actress and model Jane Mansfield was a member of the Church of Satan. Anton LaVey actually gave Mansfield the title of High Priestess of San Francisco's Church of Satan. In an interview with Joan Rivers, Anton LaVey said that Mansfield was a practicing member of the Satanic Church and that they had a romantic relationship with one another. Number eight, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson is actually no. a card-carrying member of the Church of Satan. Here you'll see his membership card, and here you'll see a picture of him and LaVey. Number seven, King Diamond. King Diamond is a Danish heavy metal yeah, band, okay, and the band's sure, frontman, yeah. King Diamond, is a practicing Satanist and has read LaVey's Satanic Bible. Number six, Liberace. Pianist and singer Liberace was a close friend of LaVey and was one of the first members of the Church of Satan. Number five, Balls Mahoney. Balls Mahoney was a WWE wrestler who died on April 12, 2016. Mahoney is said to have been a card-carrying member of the Church of Satan. Number four, Mark Almond. Soft cell frontman Mark Almond, who wrote hits like Tainted Love and Say Hello, Wave Goodbye, became a member of the Church of Satan in 1999. Number three, Kenneth Anger. Filmmaker and author Kenneth Anger was named the godfather of LaVey's daughter by LaVey himself. Though he doesn't want to claim to be a Satanist, but rather a pagan, many of his movies have Satanic themes, which has led many people to believe that he is indeed a Satanist. Number two, Matt Skiba. Matt Skiba, who is better known as the lead singer of the Alkaline Trio, is a longtime member of the Church of Satan and says that he feels as though there are a lot of misconceptions about Satan and Satanism. Number one, Anton LaVey. LaVey is the founder of what is known today as the Church of Satan. His books include really the Satanic Bible. Out this wow, list. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that the author of the Satanic Bible is a member of the Church of Satan? <laughs> Matt Skiba, number two. Number two. And, and number one. The guy who wrote the, yeah. of the Church of Satan. That is so funny. Can you believe that Danish black metal star King Diamond was a uh, Satanist? It'd be great if they just threw in Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> just find out the co-host of the Stand them. By Your Band podcast. Uh, Satanism is pretty crazy, huh? <laughs> it seems pretty chill, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I do follow the uh, Church of Satan's Twitter account. Is that right? Yeah. They and, have a Twitter? Yeah. And, wow. And do they most, have, like, a pope? I don't, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know how he they wears, feel like, about... He wears, like, a pope rally cap. <laughs> I don't know how they feel about hierarchies, but I guess they do have ranks. You could become a warlock or a high priestess. Yeah. I gotta say, it would be pretty sick to be a warlock. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm the warlock of this podcast. <laughs> Uh, dibs on High Priestess. Um, I, did, uh, I feel like one time I was reading about Satanism, I don't remember why, but really their main principle is just do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, and right. It, it, we do kind of, I mean, I do kind of love it. Yeah, so this no, is the her first we've heard of your faltering faith time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Palm explore Sunday. it more. <laughs> I listened to a Satanist podcast once. I tried to do a joke about this, but... Uh, 
but now I'll try to fail at it on this podcast. Um, <laughs> no, I I was when I used to walk dogs, I used to listen to podcasts all the time. And one day I got bored and I was just like, I wonder if there's Satanist podcasts. No, definitely. And sure yeah. enough, there was one called uh, Satanism Today, which <laughs> was funny to me immediately. So I was like, Yeah, this ain't With your Amy grandpa. Goodman. This ain't your grandpa's <laughs> Satan podcast. Oh, it was modern Satanism. And I listened to it, and the guy had like a demonic voice, and he was, but it. It was still just a podcast. He's like, stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs> he like legitimately did birthday shout outs. He's oh like, and make sure to say happy birthday to Caitlin. <laughs> I love these sheets from Brooklyn. And can I swear on this thing? <laughs> Do as thou wilt. Uh, yeah, exactly. One, one thing, I, I just want to bring one th- other thing up for that. Why does... Anton LaVey's daughter have a godfather. That doesn't seem like it adds up. They should have a separate system, like he's yeah, his devil daddy right. or something. <laughs> so Matt, Skiba, uh, the second most famous Satanist in the world. I, I, I can't tell if, he, if he's probably just doing this to fuck with people. It seems like I think he actually is a witch. Like, uh, so that's what I was about to say. Yeah, there was a there's a Vice article where Matt Skiba says that he used witchcraft to sabotage the fire festival. Right. Because <laughs> he's, he's unnecessary. Because he, he plays in Blink One Eighty Two now, so like they mm-hmm. and they were booked on the on the festival. Yeah, and, the, and yeah, I guess he's like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> wow, he used he used witchcraft to make that guy suck dick for water. <laughs> he says, <laughs> "What yeah. a curse on him!" I consider myself a pagan and a witch. With every inch of my energy, I wanted fire not to happen. I put all the electricity and energy in my body against that thing happening, and it worked. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think you got a pretty big assist from just general incompetence on that one, Matt. But yeah, he must have been pissed that he wasn't featured in that documentary. It should have been. That's like the uh, the Amazon Prime version of the documentary. It's just all about Matt Skiba's witchcraft. <laughs> the Snapchat story about. <laughs> oh man, um, he wow, he came out hard against marriage too. What do you think about that, Dave? Marriage? Yeah. What are you going to settle? He that said on? all. It's he between a all, man and a woman. I know that. <laughs> he said that all marriage is is a fucking piece of paper, huh? Damn, that's like <laughs> that's like insane clown posse magnets. How the fuck do they work? Level shit. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna do. Let's do more dumb stuff. He said because I actually really liked the music. So, so yeah. the, rest, the second half of the podcast is just gonna be me being like, I like the song. So this will be the part where we make fun of them. Uh, this is another Vice interview, and they asked him how many books did you read in the last year, and he says, "I'm a bookworm, so I read about a book a month." <laughs> I don't think that's, that's a, book. Like a normal <laughs> amount. That's like a yeah. very normal. Well, he's a busy guy, though. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, there was one other really funny part of this interview. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. What memory from school stands out to you stronger than anything else? I'm going to read the full answer. Uh, I had this really bad habit of punching people in class. Yeah, that is a bad habit. <laughs> That's not good. I used to take a lot of acid. Second sentence. Uh, there was this one time as a sophomore in high school, I was in art class tripping my balls off, and I saw this kid take the American flag and throw it on the ground, and I charged over the desk and just started beating the shit out of him. Both of my parents were Vietnam veterans. They were medical people. My mom was a nurse. He says mom. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. t- and there was a TV show in the States about her. Isn't he from America? Yeah, he's uh, from Chicago, I yep. think. <laughs> she's, she's from McHenry, Illinois. She doesn't talk about the war. They're leftist. Very beautiful, peaceful, artistic. 
I'm so blessed I still have my folks. They're still together. Been together for 50 years, and they're my favorite people in the world. So when I saw that flag hit the ground, I took it so personally. The principal didn't think it was that funny. Nor did my parents, but I don't think they realized I was on acid at the time. <laughs> well, then they would have thought it was hilarious, probably. <laughs> he beat a shit out of a guy <laughs> for throwing the flag, and he thinks it was funny. <laughs> but what a nice story about how he loves his mom and dad. He loves his mom, his dad, and his country, and Satan. <laughs> he must be the most patriotic That's the trio. Hates, <laughs> hates marriage. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just gonna tell you. I was gonna start playing the uh, the "Take a Knee My Ass" song, but it took me too long to get. Yeah, to they it. should do one of those. <laughs> it sounds like he would believe that. <laughs> That's so funny. They just the next Alkaline Trio album is just like even if you don't like his policies, you have to <laughs> respect the office. Ooh. All right, let's talk about how you got into this band. Yes. Was this? Uh, Kind of your one of your big high school bands, or was this yeah that? for sure. This was like um, probably ninth grade was when I got into like it was like a lot of pop punk and mm-hmm. uh, and emo shit. So like a lot of it really didn't stick. Uh, like um, all the do you remember like just drive through records like Midtown and like um, I'm trying to remember Alistair and like mm-hmm. All American Rejects and shit like yes. that. Where it's like they'd have one song where I'm like this is pretty good, and then I'd like go pick up the album and it's like. Oh, they, yep, just that one. Huh? Like, <laughs> I actually love that All American Rejects album. Oh, oh yeah, me too. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just like that one. So, I mean, that was a bad example because I don't think I ever actually got that record, but Alistair was a perfect example of that. They had one song called Somewhere on Fullerton where it's like, the verse is somewhere on Fullerton. There's a place we used to go to get away from it all. Somewhere down in Fullerton, there's a place we used to go to get away from it all. And oh, then wow. the chorus, and then the same <laughs> verse again, no and then way. the bridge, and then the chorus again. I love when a verse is just a chorus. Also. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw uh, I saw Alkaline Trio twice in uh, high school, and the first time was in I think ninth grade. Um, and their opener was My Chemical Romance. And then I saw, and that was like after My Chemical Romance's first album before they were like pretending to be hitmen when they were pretending to be vampires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, and then the second time that I saw Alkaline Trio, they were opening for My Chemical Romance. Wow. That's crazy. You know, that old show business maxim, you meet My Chemical Romance twice, once on the way up and once on the way down. (laughs) That's that's very true. Um, but, uh, but, the their CD Good Morning was the first one that I really got into, and it's just like it's just all very like like minor key pop rock music about uh, doing murders and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Why don't we listen to the song from Good Morning that's on your playlist, sure. which is yes. This Could Be Love. Let's hear this. <laughs> I've got a can of kerosene I got some bad ideas Involving you and me I don't blame you for walking away I touch myself at thoughts of flames I sat the bed I lay there in it Thinking of you wide away for
That was This Could Be Love. Now, four short steps. Step one, slip my throat. Mm-hmm. Right. Step, step two, two, play in my blood. Right. Now, step three is a bit of a curveball for me. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Cover me in dirty sheets. <laughs> yeah. And Where do you even find it? You seeking out dirty sheets? <laughs> and run laughing. You live with four comedians. I think you could find some dirty <laughs> yeah. sheets. Yeah, what are they? Well, <laughs> and, our, yeah, our and then this is where the logistics get kind of interesting, because it's then run laughing out of the house. Now your but then I guess sick. you have to go back in and grab the body again, because yes. then you got to stop off right. at... Edgeport Creek, yeah. of course. <laughs> well, where else would you go? Right. <laughs> I mean, this is a... This must be big for you because all these Chicago landmarks. I that... love it. Yeah, I, I, it's like embarrassing how much of a homer I am. Where just like in that one of the songs in your playlist, he just says Chicago, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's um, uh, when you said that Fullerton thing. I was like, I would have liked that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. I was yeah. just listening to. Uh, I've been listening to some real shit lately. I, I must admit, I I was listening to. Um, to Fallout Boy all weekend because I uh, that song uh, Chicago so two yes. years ago mm-hmm. came on and I was like fuck yeah I forgot how much I love that song it's the best but just say Chicago in a song I'll listen I'll to it <laughs> say Chicago say Indiana say oh, New York those are the three <laughs> well to- Tommy and I have been talking about the hold steady lately and like uh, that's like that's like a huge thing for me because I'm from Minneapolis uh-huh. and they get so granular with like the local references it's so just like they yeah. just like name a street that was near my house and yeah, I'll yeah. fucking lose my mind. <laughs> oh, they just man. name open mics. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has a has a twisted sense of humor, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, step one slit my throat. I thought it was step one. I'm not sure he knows that this is funny. I think uh, <laughs> Is that right? You think I, he's I mean, when I when that like, shit thing was pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just shit in his bed. Yeah, uh, lays in it. I think uh, That's probably those why those sheets are so dirty. <laughs> 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 Buddy, you got to use the bathroom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think he's really trying to put himself in the headspace of uh, someone who likes f- fire, I guess. Uh, yeah. But I, uh, man, like, I definitely didn't think this song was funny when I first heard it. And I still fucking, like, uh, this song kicks ass. This is like, I, I should have had, I realized after I sent you guys, like, a bunch of songs that I didn't have enough examples of this. But, like, something that I really like that Alkaline Trio does a lot is, like, minor key verses that switch to a major key chorus. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's very satisfying every time that they do that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but I definitely thought this, when I first heard this in, like, ninth grade, I was like, that is so fucking cool. It I'm, is, it's great. I'm yeah. pretty sure that the chorus was, like, uh, was that the, the chorus was definitely an AIM away message for me for a while. <laughs> oh, wow. At some sure. point, like, uh, with, with my uh, screen name, which was a Red Hot Chili Peppers reference. Uh, oh, hell, do, do you remember what it was? It was RHCP California 31, because oh, I, so ran out of, I ran out <laughs> of... I ran out of letters for Californication. <laughs> only only true fans. Yeah. Can get this. 
Do you remember any AIM away messages my, you had? I don't remember away messages. My name was T Mac Nirvana. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, again, very clever. Also, <laughs> um, I remember like probably the most embarrassing AIM away message I had was uh, the lyrics to Iris from. Um, That's amazing. Uh, what is hell the, yeah uh, from the Goo Goo Dolls? Don't yeah, yeah. want the world to see me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think that they'd understand. <laughs> A horny uh, incel <laughs> <Yeah>. likes basketball <laughs> and comedy. How they wouldn't anyone get understand? it. The world isn't ready. <laughs> yeah, this song is great. I uh, <laughs> I realized I don't think I'd ever heard an Alkaline Trio song. Really, I never listened to them. I don't know why. I think I thought they were something different. I think I confused them with AFI. Yeah. Oh, I the same thing. I, yeah. Yeah. And I like. Uh, them much better sonically. Like I like his voice a lot better. And yeah, it's, it's like for this type of music, it's like the least whiny. No, yeah, yeah he's, he's kind of good. He's kind of gravelly, yeah. and like, uh, and they sort of switched off lead singer duties. It's Matt and uh, Dan is the other guy, uh, and I've I've only got one Dan song in here, but uh, like, yeah, it, it's like a much different sort of sound and i really like the way that all of their stuff is produced particularly in like the middle years like i don't a lot of people will shit on everything after their first couple records Mm. but like good morning and then the one that comes after it crimson both have like this really crisp production that i like an awful lot let's go ahead and listen to some uh you put mercy me from crimson on here oh wait wait before we do yes I have a lyrics quiz about Mercy Me. I want to see if you can Ooh. do it. Then we'll listen to it. See how yes, you did. Good call. Oh, okay. Okay. It's been a long blank living with this. It's been a long time since I felt so blank. <laughs> it's been a long time living with this. It's been a long time since I felt so sick. Okay. I took a long walk blank back home. I could have walked back to blank. Well, this is a trick question because this lyric comes up twice and the last one is different both times, but it's a, I took a long walk straight back home and then it's either Chicago or San Francisco. Only one of those is an option, so I will pick that one. San Francisco. <laughs> uh, I used to long for time blank. I used to long for a blank of my own. Uh, I used to long for time alone. I used to long for a casket to call my own. That is not an option. Okay. Well, they the oh, it's alone and place. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the there's some repetitive lyrics in the verses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And I'm losing faith in blank everything. I'm lost, so lost. I'm blank, you see. <laughs> I'm lost. Okay. Wait, some is a Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I used to long for blank bones. <laughs> Broken bones. I used to long for a blank to call my own. A casket to call my yes, own. Yes, there yeah. it is. All right. I've got it one for you, too. Happy birth blank. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get it, Tommy has to top you off. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a problem facing blank, but I'm done blank and blank, my dear. Uh, I, uh, I've never, like, the first one is fear, and then I'm, like, I'm, gone over and done my dear i don't really know that that part we're almost done and oh mercy me god bless (laughs) i'm a white nationalist (laughs) there's no way there's no way blank you'll ever live to see blank this uh in hell uh you'll and in hell and then through or past 
I'm sorry? It, through or past is the second blank. I don't sure. know. You'll I ever know. live to see. Let's go through. I, I feel like I'm losing my mind now. So <laughs> drive yourself, blank, tonight. <laughs> it's not that far. Blank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, trick question. I, Those are the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I drive yourself home. Uh, there's no way. I don't know. Uh yeah. I, okay. I like last one. No, this is losing all meaning to me at this point. <laughs> and I've lost blank in everything. I'm lost, so lost. I'm blank without you. <laughs> Lo- losing faith in everything. I'm lost, so lost. I'm lost without you. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> all right. Eighty percent. Eight out of ten. That's Play the song. Good. All right. Let's hear it. It's been a long time since I felt so sick I took a long walk straight back home I could have walked back to San Francisco I used to long for time alone I used to long for a place of my own And I'm losing faith in everything I'm lost, so lost, I'm lost at CUC Get to call my own I had a problem <laughs> facing fear But I'm done over and done, my dear And oh, in me God bless catastrophe Get a little San Francisco shout out. <laughs> yeah, there is a Chicago one in this verse, but yeah, oh, he just says Chicago. Back to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I every like time. this song. Hell yeah, <laughs> every time it works. <laughs> oh wait, I, before we talk about this song, I did find a quiz about this could be love. Step one: slit my blank. <laughs> <laughs> Step one: you say we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. I just want to point. I found a. Uh, I was looking for hate against this band. I, I like that song, by the way. Um, I, I was looking for hate about the band, and uh, one of the things I found was a uh, an Urban Dictionary uh, definition of Alkaline Trio. This is the 22nd definition, so the further down you get in <laughs> definitions, it usually gets a, who a little Who are dicey. these people? It usually like, just gets homophobic. I just remember when I was in high school, when Urban Dictionary first became a thing, we would like look up our names on there, and there was always like... It's like, David, a really cool guy. And it's like, oh, some guy named David. Like, 17 dudes named David David put their name in Urban Dictionary. (laughs) Written by Brian. (laughs) You look at Brian. Brian fucking sucks. (laughs) I hate Brian. Brian. (laughs) Um, This is the 22nd definition from someone admittedly named Hater with an 8. They say, Matthew Skiba is one of my actually... 
the most hated person. <laughs> so he starts to say one of my most hated people. Changes his Changes mind. Changes his mind. Mid-sentence. Doesn't edit. His delete key was broken. He and Alkaline Trio suck major donkey balls <laughs> and always sing about death. Uh, they're so not punk. Uh, what? They are... what isn't punk about singing about death all the <laughs> well, time? Apparently, they fit more into the category of uh, death metal rock shit. <laughs> then, yeah, what do you say to that? Well, then, uh, okay, death metal, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, I, like, scour those albums, you won't find a single double kick pedal. Uh, <laughs> rock, sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. That's just, like, your opinion, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is in the dictionary, so I don't know. I do love going to Barnes & Noble and looking through the shit section <laughs> of the CDs. <laughs> they should make that That's section. so funny. Some, some guy at Barnes & Noble is like, look, this movie, this music is shit. <laughs> but we still it's like it. a grandma buying a CD for a grandson. She's like, I'm looking for the shit section. <laughs> there has to be. I'm, I'm sure that there is... Somewhere there's like a record store who that's run by like like a Jack Black and High Fidelity piece right, of shit right. who like does actually have that as a section. Sure. Like someone comes in looking for something and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's under shit. <laughs> that's under uh, the I'm a dumb fuck section." <laughs> uh, yeah, this uh, it's it, forced to use this in a sentence, which they o- they always do on on a. Uh, Urban Dictionary, this person writes, Matthew Skiba and co. lick each other in photo booths. Hmm. He didn't even use the word speak in... To no, lick each other. Yeah, speak to that. <laughs> he didn't even use the f- word alkaline trio in that sense. No, I know. He really failed at it. <laughs> Let's Epic <unpack> fail. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This was, uh, this was good driving around music, by the way. I was, just, uh, I was driving home just now. And uh, this driving is one of the five ways to listen to music. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't talked about that in a while. For good reason. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> there's uh, there's walking around. There's driving. There's uh, communal, like if we're just sitting here listening. Sure. What were the other ones, Tommy? This is your thing, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, the gym <laughs> and then sex. Okay. <laughs> Did we have sex in there before? We should have. I don't know how this would do for sex music. Let's try it out, Tommy. (laughs) Uh, We'll be back after a quick break. (laughs) Very quick. (laughs) It was a perfect morning for me to listen to this playlist because it was. I I just. uh, I, I got some uh, an Instagram of uh, someone someone getting engaged that bummed me out, and I was like, "This is the perfect." Time oh yeah, to yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it Taylor Swift? Yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, yeah, I was. <laughs> oh, by the way, on my way here uh, in the drive, I saw a guy driving around with a ticket on his car. <laughs> How much of a hurry are you in? <laughs> like, I have no time to take this ticket off of my car. He might like have one of those misconceptions, like they have to tell you if you're a cop. It's like if you don't. See the ticket; yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. count. You know that guy does not open his mail. Whatever, yeah. uh, they put the mail on your car, and he didn't do it. Uh, anyway, let's go to Facebook uh, before we get too deep. Oh, also, we have uh, a message from our sponsor. No, from Jared, uh, who is my AA sponsor. Who is your sponsor? Yeah, you're not supposed to tell people. I don't think is that part of the rules. I don't even know. Um, so, I, as we all, uh, as we do every week, we go to Jared for his thoughts. 
on whatever band we're talking about. That is Jared Thompson, of course, Mm -hmm. the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. And if you live in Indiana, go to the club. It's a great time. And if you want to perform at the club, email Jared. (laughs) (laughs) And you have to remind him every day because if (laughs) Yeah, he gets a lot of emails, so you're going to want to stand out by... And uh, if you don't get a response, keep getting more aggressive. (laughs) And if he he says no, show up to the club. (laughs) And I I actually know a four-step plan to get booked at the Comedy Attic. Is that right? (laughs) Step one, slit my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, shit in bed uh yeah so just hit him up if you want a headline (laughs) uh today Uh, does uh does maria bamford need someone to close for her (laughs) yeah he's honestly lacking uh bookings right now so Mm -hmm. you probably want to hit him up uh, every day. <laughs> uh, all right. This is uh, so he deferred uh, to uh, our dear friend Melinda Cashner uh, because she is a fan of the band um, or was at some point. So let's hear Melinda's thoughts on Alkaline Trio. What's up, y'all? It's this week's They Went to Jared. The boys have a guest on defending Alkaline Trio. Once again, Jared has tag teamed me in because. As a band, Alkaline Trio barely exists, um, and Jared has no opinion on them. I actually love them, but it's hard to defend because they are exceedingly average. Um, They're good. Yeah, you know, they're fine. Um, There was a time when Matt Skiba had, like, acid reflux or some shit, and his voice got real scraggly, and that was about the only time I thought they were interesting. Um... They have, like, loose ties to Satanism. That's cool, I guess. Not that um, loose. Again, you know, just a, a band for 13-year-olds. But um, they're, 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 they got some bops. They got some bops, some satanic bops. So um, I don't hate them. I think they're cool. We'll see what you have to say. Okay, goodbye. All right, that was Melinda. What do you think? This is, all right, first of all, Parents, if you're listening, this music they is are. too intense for your 13-year-olds. <laughs> this is a podcast for parents. Wait, in, <laughs> wait until they're 14, like I was. Otherwise, it's really going to fuck them up with the darkness of all of it. Sure. Um, I uh, I don't know. I, I find it uh, a little hard to argue against most of that, uh, but... I I don't know. I really do think that they stand out among like a bunch of the dog shit that they were like mm-hmm. sort of in the same category with at that point. Yeah. I uh I, I like uh I I just like the overall vibe and tone. And like I said, like they have they do have like a real signature style that I do think is like noticeably different from most pop punk from mm-hmm. that era. Yeah, I agree with that. Although I will say this is my first time listening to them. Like uh I had never listened to them before, so I think you played, you picked some good songs here. Uh, let's go. On, let's go to uh, Facebook and see. I posted this late because uh, I I it slipped my mind to do this. I'd been in Canada for a while. I forgot. I forgot we do this podcast. <laughs> I was living in a dream. <laughs> no, I like you? this show. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I post on Facebook. We're talking Alkaline Trio. Uh, let me know if you got thoughts. Uh, Brian Thompson writes, from here to infirmary is great. Uh, Dan Mindenall uh, says their first four records are all pop-punk classics. They basically turned into the Tim Burton version of Blink-182, though. 
Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I when I when I told Tommy that we were that I wanted to do this band, I described them as three goth accountants. <laughs> sort of their general vibe. It's just like they all. I don't know if they're still sticking with the black dress shirts and red ties, but yeah. that was their thing for a long time. <laughs> we should talk they try about to that. get their bu- books balanced to six six six. We should talk about that. How do I owe the same amount every year? Uh, They have some very bad album title puns that we should talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From here to infirmary. Yeah. Uh, Just Mm -hmm. because it was mentioned, I thought. uh, Sure. Good morning. Morning is spelled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My shame is true. Mm -hmm. Now, you've heard my aim is true. Yeah, yeah. But what about it's your shame? A, it's a, shame? It's a yeah. very weird reference. Like <laughs> Elvis Costello, yeah. sure. I mean. Okay, and then their most recent album was called Is This Thing Cursed? Which, is that a play on? Is This I, Thing On? I think so. <laughs> that song is actually pretty good. I was listening to that uh, yesterday like to prepare for this. I do like some of the stuff off the new, ac- the new record. Hmm. Yeah, what is, is that all of them? That's, no, are, the rest of them are, no, are non-puns. Yeah. 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 Damn. Crimson, which is a play on Tim's son. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom famously, when he goes into the crowd to do his stand-up, he says, is this thing cursed? Because of all the booze he's hearing. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Finally got him. <laughs> That's a, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to explain the, the bit. We don't need to. Uh, Shannon Norman writes, I saw them last year for my birthday. They played Good Morning in its entirety, which is my favorite record. I've listened to that record over a hundred times and had no uh, clue that two different people were singing lead vocals. Wow. Uh, Zach Peterson says, the most important band in the world to me age is 19 to 24. Wow. Oh, man. Zach Peterson, good man. Good man. Uh, Lolita Aulette posted a uh, a screenshot of a former status of hers where she write, writes, I'd like to hang out with Matt Skiba's ex-girlfriends. They seem like real cool bitches. They must be drinking that cool bitch juice. <laughs> uh, let's see. Michael Engel writes, my favorite band of all time. Every Thug Needs a Lady is one of the all-time greatest love songs ever written. Interesting. That's a good, I totally forgot about that song, but it's a banger. Can we play it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's listen. I want to I wanna hear it. It does sound this. like it would be a Ja Rule title. And not <laughs> Murder Inc. <laughs> Every Thug. Every Thug Needs a Lady. <laughs> All right, here's every book. Boring. (laughs) Hey, jerk. (laughs) For some reason right now, everything but you. And right now you're all that I recognize. You know, I came in. When I need your soft voice, I need to hear something that sounded like an answer. Now I'm with here, and sometimes I get one. And it's nothing I forget when the moon gets tired. You are stuck to me every day. I like that. Yeah. That's a good song. They've got some good acoustic songs. Um, Blue in the Face is another good one. Uh, they're also like, they're just, I think they're the kings of the opening and closing tracks. I was like putting this mm-hmm. list together and I wanted to not only do openers and closers, yeah. but it was like, 
very hard not to because sure. I have mm-hmm. I have two. There are two album closers on there that we haven't gotten to yet, um, and then this this could be love is the first track on that album too. And I was thinking about putting the opener from Crimson on there too, but like I, I wanted to have a little bit more variety than that. Yeah, let's listen to those closing tracks. Yes, uh, which one? Uh, uh, radio. Let's this see. is famously but, about the Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> 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 uh, hold on just a sec. I gotta pull this damn playlist back up. What the hell? Um, while I'm loading this, I just want to read this. Dan Mendenhall writes, I'm not sure of the validity of the rumor, but I've heard that they fired one of their drummers because he mailed his own shit to the guy that his ex-girlfriend... Jared <laughs> 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 He uh, mailed his own shit to the guy that his ex-girlfriend started dating after him, uh, reportedly Blake uh, Schwarzenbach of Jawbreaker. Uh, hey, Tommy, I have a solution for that Instagram <laughs> thing to, that you found today. Mail your own shit to the guy, uh, to the lady's husband. Well, so yeah, that's an obvious like uh, <laughs> breach of the band's code of ethics. You're not supposed to be that proactive with your shit. You're, you're just supposed, supposed to, to lay there in it. In it. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the song. Step one. Don't bring the bed. postal service into this. <laughs> yeah, they're oh fuck. Ben Gibbard's busy. Is that his name? <laughs> These headphones are all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, the, damn it! I wish people could see this. <laughs> I've never seen such a headphone mishap. All right, uh, which one uh, do you want to hear? Uh, radio or crawler? Let's hear radio. He helps the football team. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they were helping him, but really, <laughs> that that movie's very funny because I don't think anyone saw it, but everyone knows. It. <laughs> like the plot of that movie. So All I remember is him pushing a shopping cart. That's it. You might be thinking of supermarket sweeps. <laughs> that is actually what I was thinking. Often Shaking like a dog shitting razor blades. I'm waking up next to nothing. So early while you're taking your time with apologies I'm making my plans for revenge Red eyes on orange horizons If Columbus was wrong, I just hit off the edge I just hit off the edge Oh, I'm like the only song that I had heard. I don't know what. This is probably their most famous one. I guess.
Now, uh, I'm not sure if he knows this, but if you took a radio into the tub, it could actually electrocute you. <laughs> that is true. Someone should inform me. It could him. be very bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called radioing, and the kids are doing it. <laughs> It started with satanic <laughs> death metal rock shit band. The number the two alkaline trio in the world. Um, so I, I just wanted to like I wanted to get to the chorus because first of all it fucking rules, but also uh, the first time I saw this band live, I had only heard Good Mo- Morning. I wasn't like educated on their earlier stuff, and it had like one of my favorite misunderstood lyrics of all time, where yeah. I thought this has been a shit heavy episode. But the line is, I've got a big fat fucking bone to pick with you. Yeah. Uh, And I thought it was, I've got a big fat bucket full of shit for you. What? That is, you wildly misheard. Yeah. I I saw it live. Everyone was singing along around me. I was like, you're like holding up a bucket. It's a shame that you weren't educated before you went to that show. These these, uh, school systems are letting our kids down. I mean, I'm just trying to take some acid. Beat the shit out of it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, that guy learned a lesson about respecting our country. Thank you. I, Some, uh, somebody named. Oh, yeah. I was right. gonna say I'm a total sucker for the going up an octave in the chorus. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, just at the absolute top of his vocal range. Yes. Yeah, I love it. That's like. Those are the songs that you're like, oh, I wish that this was popular enough for karaoke. Oh, no. Well, I, I'm up. glad that they're not because I, that would be a mistake. Yeah. Like, uh, I, anytime I try one of those, I'm like, I got this. And then I get through the first chorus and then I get to the second one. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of steam here. Yeah, yeah. Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. Famously, same melody, verse and chorus. It's just up an octave. I tried to do so Torn good. by Natalie and Brulia at karaoke one oh, yeah. time. And that was like, as soon as it hit the chorus, I was like, oh, no way. I'm like either doing this in a weird falsetto or not at all. Yep. That's a Mac Man gym. It is, yeah. yeah. Um I found this comment from uh Emo J about this uh about this song. Uh basically he is sick and tired of the attitude of this bitch that he used oh, to nice. like. But she hurt him really bad, so he just wants her to basically die now. <laughs> he wow. still dreams about her. But then when he realizes that it was just a dream. He is relieved because he does so dumb. This is Chuck Klosterman wrote this. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> this was uh, Lester Bangs, actually. Uh, that's a that's some explains a song. Just that's some real crackerjack textual analysis there. <laughs> so basically, he's just sick of this. Bitch. I do like like. Um, all of the it, there used to be like so many different lyrics websites, but now everything has sort of been funneled into Lyrics Genius. They've got like yeah. the the search engine optimization nailed down there. Uh-huh. But like, it's very funny when you like because sometimes I'll look up something and just be like, usually it's hip hop stuff where I'll just like look something up and be like, what does that mean? Yeah, like what's that a reference right. to? But it's so funny like how how just like. It's like a, if a song mentions Egypt or something, yeah, there'll yeah. just be a note that's like, Egypt is a nation in <laughs> yeah, North yeah. Africa. Like, <laughs> Wait. Thank you. They yeah. said Egypt? I thought they said big bucket of <laughs> shit. <laughs> What's the next song? Uh, let's, let's, hear, uh, let's hear Private Eye. Oh, yeah. This is another good minor to major one. Mm. It has no 
song um yeah that uh private eye huh yeah <laughs> how about it <laughs> <laughs> it seems like that good work if you can get it <laughs> yeah apparently yeah, it's about some is- bitch <laughs> uh this is i mean this is another uh trope with uh with alkaline trio which you already heard in um this could be love where he's just like what's like a list of fucked up things i could <laughs> yeah. talk about like like uh, there was nothing to drink except some old rotten milk someone left in the sink and it's like someone who <laughs> throw that away and what if do you, you have you a doing? sink there is water yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i would like to bring up a roast i saw of alkaline trio on twitter because i do kind of notice as we're talking about now that a lot of the songs do sound very similar to each other yeah and a roast i saw was uh, oh you like alkaline trio Name all three of their songs. <laughs> Damn. Speak to that. They do They do have sort of a house style. It's like structurally everything is pretty much the same. It's two verses and then a chorus, mm. then another verse, then a chorus, then we go home. It's like, uh, <laughs> yep. but, uh, but, but goddamn, they're so fucking catchy. Yes. Damn. Uh, and also, uh, my New Year's Eve was as boring as heaven. I watched Flies Fuck on Channel 11 is an m- awesome lyric. <laughs> well, that, that that Channel good. 11 actually won the Pulitzer for that piece. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> you ever watch Flies Fuck? <laughs> no, I don't have the time. <laughs> yeah, I used to go to the park and just watch Flies Fuck. <laughs> I always say, shoo flies, don't fuck in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me jealous. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of fucking, let's listen to Fuck You, Aurora. Oh, wow. Another local Aurora. reference. Aurora is yeah. some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Aurora. How about that? <laughs> this is about comedian Casey Aurora. <laughs> right. This one I actually do know the story behind. Ooh. He had like a friend who died in a car accident in uh, Aurora, Illinois, and so that's oh. what the song is about. And he has the line, uh, I'll never be caught dead in a Chrysler again. You won't the... catch me behind the wheel of a Chrysler ever again. Man, the uh, suits really, of Chrysler were yeah. just... <laughs> really misplacing the blame for this yeah. unfortunate <laughs> death. It's like, uh, <laughs> fuck you, General Motors, and, and, Aurora, and a, a town, town in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, somebody named uh, MD Titty uh, wrote uh, (laughs) oh MD I live in a town called Aurora so good for you (laughs) why would you take the energy to come there are like 900 towns named Aurora and they're all like identical suburbs too they're just in different states like who is this for and then somebody thumbs up it first time I ever did 20 minutes of comedy was in Aurora Illinois is that right and boy did I also think fuck you Aurora after my buddy well the feeling was mutual it sounds <laughs> yeah, like yes, it Aurora was. is that uh, there's like a little comedy, comedy shrine yes buddy, the right comedy here. shrine shrine baby my they're really running out of I know yeah. <laughs> types of locations <laughs> that you can be at we're at uh, the joke temple <laughs> uh, my buddy uh, Josh Murphy actually had a great story about I, I think he like stopped doing comedy a while back and I think this might have been the like last straw for him oh, because wow. he was at uh, this club in Aurora with Ben Moore and the, the club that you were at and uh, he he has a rough set and this lady he hears a lady say out loud, why would that ever be funny <laughs> about Damn. what he was talking about? And then he gets off stage, goes to the uh, green room area or whatever, the bar area or whatever, and the guy who owns the place is like, hey, how'd it go in there? And he goes, uh, they hated me. And he goes, what are you talking about? Everybody kills in there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is a perfect last drama moment. I would I would like to think that uh, the the joke that got the why would that ever be funny is like a very standard comedy premise. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like men and women are different. And they're like, why would you talk about that? <laughs> there are children here. <laughs> it is famously a child. Club. <laughs> we need more child comedy clubs. Yes, we do. Um, let's hear. Uh, what? How many do we have? Do we do it here? already? I think we have crawl left, and that's it. Oh, cool. Let's hear yeah. crawl.
<laughs> it's just like <laughs> bored radio DJ. <laughs> oh, that was fog. That was crawl. John requested it. Blame him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta move around a lot in this industry. It's hard to maintain a relationships. <laughs> that was crawl. <laughs> uh, one day you're in Dallas, the next day you're in North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Both not great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of them, President John F. Kennedy was shot in. Yeah. And one of them's Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh Just the guy who doesn't understand how that joke formula works. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I'm sweating booze. <laughs> uh, this is bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, we should. Uh, we're gonna rate the playlist. Any last? Any last thoughts before we give our ratings? Uh, no, not really. I mean that uh, that that might be my favorite song on there. Uh, that's the only Dan song that I put in there. Mm. Um, and I I just really like. I think they complement each other really well because they have like their voices are like different but it's sort of like it's sort of a similar like weird throaty thing that they both have going mm-hmm. on it's um, not like jarring like like when they do right <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um but yeah i don't dan doesn't scream at the top of his lungs like matt does which i dock points for but like Aside from that, I mean, yeah. What do Blink One Day Two fans think of Matt Skiba? Because he joined the band full time. That's kind of the big thing. Yeah, about, yeah. I would. I mean, I would be surprised if there are many people like from our generation who still like Blink One Eighty Two and don't still like Alkaline Trio, mm-hmm. or, yeah. or maybe they just wouldn't have known about them because Blink One Eighty Two is a lot more popular. But I think they're probably. You're probably fine General with it. Yeah. I found some hate a little bit, but only a little bit. I was I mean, actually, I was honestly expecting more pushback on this one because uh-huh. I feel like this is a band that like, oh, that like a ton of people were into when they were teenagers and would mostly be kind of embarrassed about having liked by yeah. now. Uh, somebody called the uh, Ron Trimbath called them some forty one for adults, which I don't agree with. I don't. I think. mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What's not I... for for adults about some forty one? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Trashing <laughs> your own horse party because nobody came. Pretty childish to me. Say horse party? I horse par- <laughs> well, <laughs> Alkaline Trio would like trash you. their own hearse party. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's beautiful. <laughs> yes. Tell me uh, rate first. Hey, I, all right. Uh, and first I, we rate David's appearance. Yes. Uh, of course. Ten out of ten. <laughs> out of ten. Uh, Looking thanks, good, buddy. <laughs> uh, baseball shirt. I like it. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is really good for the podcast. Yes, um, I'm going to go five out of six today because I really enjoyed it. I was I never listened to this band before, and uh, this is you know when we set out to make this podcast, this is something I wanted to happen, which is that I hear music I've never heard and enjoy it, and it doesn't drive you insane. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. the rarity. Yes, yeah, yeah. very rare that not one song on this playlist. I was like, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of hate the guest a little bit for a while. <laughs> just for doing that to you. Well, I, I mean, I saw like I, Tommy, you posted the like the top five worst songs that yes. you've had on yeah, the. Yeah. And I listen. Oh yeah, we should talk about that. Let's do that as a Patreon where we. Okay, good call. I, yeah. But I listened to all of them. It's like holy shit, dude! That Black Flag 
one is something oh, else. So <laughs> yes, man. yes. Uh, I would family man. <laughs> the crazy thing is, well, we'll talk about it later. But passed to Arab got a lot of defense. People love it. People were like, "I'd stand by that." You're fucking crazy. That song is terrible. <laughs> Rob Hayes is very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Rob um, Hayes is rolling in his grave with joy. Um, <laughs> he did die during the taping of this episode. By the way. Uh, R.I.P. to a real one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you five out of six. What do you think, Mac Man? I I genuinely really like this playlist. Uh, and in order to honor our Lord Satan. I'm going to give this a six out of six out of six. Oh, oh hell yeah. Wow. I really loved it. And I'd never listened to this band. I had a total misconception about what they were based on what I assumed they sounded like based on nothing yeah. and like who they're lumped in with. I was expecting the whiny voice yeah. for sure. So yeah. I was Which pleasantly is surprised. Which I'm fine with, but yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah, this was a great playlist. You did a yeah, good job. Thanks, Dave. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> is there anything you want to uh, plug? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. I'm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Twite Privilege. That's uh, T V E I T Privilege. Um, I uh, if you live in Brooklyn, I have a couple shows you can come to. I uh, every Sunday, my friend Max Bruno and I run a show at Dromedary Bar Which in has Bushwick. Great food, by the way, it's yeah, it's awesome bar food, awesome bar. Um, Sometimes the people there tolerate us, uh, <laughs> but it's a free show. It's every Sunday at nine o'clock. And I also just started doing a new monthly show at Our Wicked Lady, which is also nice. in Bushwick. And that's with my friends Max Fine and Michael Rowland. And let me just check real quick uh, what day the next one is. I think it's it's uh, it's every last Tuesday. So the next one is going to be... Um, and he just took out a, a- sexy fireman calendar. <laughs> <laughs> April 30th. Uh, so uh, come to that. That's also a free show. We have a fucking kick-ass lineup. Uh, but you can look that up on Facebook. It's called First Rodeo. Yes. Uh, and that's it. Thanks for having All me, right. guys. Thanks right. for doing it, buddy. Uh, I'll be Tommy. recording my album June 13th at Union Hall. Please come to that. Yes. It's two months away now. Uh, the week before, I'll be running the album at the Lincoln Lodge on June 6th. So come to that. And. And uh, I'll be doing a bunch of other stuff, so come to that. Hell yeah. Uh, check my Twitter for my stuff. I don't, I don't feel like looking at it right now. Uh, <laughs> but I'll be at Tommy's album recording. Come to that. That's the important thing. Uh, and get on the Patreon. Uh, and you know what? Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. We're at 102 episodes, and I'm damn psyched about it. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Keep it crispy. Bye.